cool, awesome, and we're recording. Welcome everyone to Historical Shade. Um, I don't know why I grew up on that, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Um, we are the podcast where we talk about people being shady or shady topics in history or like what the fuck moments. Um, this is me opening up another White Claw. Why? Because we're still in quarantine. <laughs> so. I, I don't know why I didn't think to bring a drink into this room, but now I'm on my sit-upon and so yeah. I can't. For the next recording, for the next one. Um, so yeah. So yeah, so that's what we're doing now. We like to always say that we're not historians, so if we get something wrong, let us know. Give us a, give us a little uh, email. So Julie, um, I'm going to do this a little differently. I have oh, so many future lights, but one of the reason I was kind of like, I want to, I want to break this news to you right now in case you don't know it. One of the reasons I was a little late to record today is because um, there's a podcast coming out and it is Gil Faison and George St. Giegland. It's Oh Hello, the podcast, and it starts tomorrow. And I'm so excited. Anyway. So Wait, so then why were you late today if it starts tomorrow? Because I, I was like scrolling and I was like, da, 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 da. I was only like three minutes late, but I was like, da, 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 da. and then I had to read. They had this little video that went along with it. That was very like their assistant who quit and then uh, it was great. Anyway, so listen to that. Oh, if someone's even a mild super sleuth, they'll be able to figure out when we recorded this. Dun, dun, dun. Um, if you're paying that much attention to historical shade, we want to meet you. <laughs> Seriously, you're a super fan. Tell, yeah. us, tell us what you want. Um, so today, I'm going to tell you <laughs> about a Civil War general that I'm not going to tell you his last name, but I'm going to tell you about his legacy. And then I'll tell you his last name at the end. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Doing things different because we're in quarantine. Um, so my sources for today aha, it, um, are battlefields.org, history.org, my favorite, and stripes.com. Stripes? Yeah, stripes.com. Um, so apparently stripes.com is the rumor doctor is what they, anyway, great source. Uh, so the general that I'm going to talk about uh, talk about today, his name is Joseph. Uh, he was called Fighting Joe. He was born November thirteenth, eighteen fourteen, and he died October thirty first, eighteen seventy nine. So um, Fighting Joe was the grandson of a Revolutionary War captain, and he was born in Massachusetts. You're welcome. Um, on November 13th. Uh, his early education took place at Hopkins Academy in Massachusetts, and he went on to attend the United States Military Academy at West Point with every other general uh, <laughs> at this time, uh, ranking 29th out of 50 in his class in when he graduated in 1837. So not like amazing, he wasn't one, two, or ten. He was 29th. Yeah, but like, what else are they doing at that era at West Point? Like, yeah. they're not sexting. True. I'm just, 29th is not impression. It is not impressive when there's not anything else to do. Just 
I know. I just want you to remember what you said. He's not sexting. Yeah. Just put it, put it, just remember that. Okay. So um, his first field in battle experience came when he was uh, in Florida during the Second Seminole War. Um, the Second Seminole War took place uh, 1835 to 1842. And then he was in the Mexican-American War from 1846 to 1848. We had a lot of wars that we do not talk about. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> so I... In frequently in preparing like my what what shade am I gonna do yeah I find like another war and mo like some of them have just the most absurd names I mean we, we did the pastry war um but there's like one over someone's ear it's I should do that one soon mm -hmm. it's remarkable well but these ones like the Seminole War and the Mexican-American War are like big wars you know they weren't like teeny like the Second Seminole War was 1835 to 1842, and none of us heard about that. At least I didn't in history class. Um, he was a staff officer uh, serving under General Winfield Scott in the Mexican-American War. And so he was known to be a highly capable soldier, and he eventually became Lieutenant Colonel after the war. Um, and then he uh, served as an assistant uh, General of the Pacific Division in California. So he had a pretty like amazing military career so far. Uh, not like General Lee nice, but like pretty good. Well, General Lee was probably not 29th in his class. Yeah, to be yeah. honest. There's some shade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, shade within shade. Shade within shade. Um, so in 1853, uh, Fighting Joe decides to resign from the military, he's done with it, and he decides to settle in Sonoma, California, um, because he wants to pursue a career as a farmer and also a timber merchant, because they were cutting down trees. Um, but for the next uh, few years after that, he struggled to earn a living. Um, so then he spent a lot of his time, uh, he <laughs> tried to be a local politician, but failed. Uh, brilliantly and then so after that he was known to spend a lot of time drinking and gambling uh, as you do after a failed political career <laughs> so in um, 1858 so five years after he retires from the military he tries to rejoin the military but his um, his request is ignored by the War Department so it's not declined, it's not accepted. They're just like, we're gonna pretend we didn't read that email. <laughs> so, ignored. And that's in 1858. But then, dun 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 dun, comes the Civil War. So half of your generals are now fighting against you. So they're like, hey, remember that time you wanted to be a soldier again? Wanna, wanna do it? And he's like, yes, I'm too busy drinking. Um, so, in 1862, he begins commanding the 2nd Division of the 3rd Corps uh, in the Peninsula Campaign. Um, he earned the reputation as an aggressive leader who cared for the welfare of his men. Welfare of his men, number one. Um, he led the 1st Corps at Antietam, and um, after, and then, under McClellan, who's another general, uh, and McClellan injured his foot in that. 
So Lincoln replaced McClellan with Major General Ambrose Burnside um, following um, a pretty big loss. And after a series of really bad decisions, Lincoln was like, no, I don't like that guy and made Fighting Joe the commander of the Army of the Potomac in 1863. Um, so I'm gonna read you a little bit of a letter that Abraham Lincoln wrote to this general. Just, just so you know, ever since you were like, hold on to that thought when I made the sexting joke, anytime you talk about any written communication, um, like in my head, I'm like, this is where the sexy talk comes in. <laughs> no, you're the queen of the sexy talk in our podcast. <laughs> where the sexy talk comes in is the next episode, viewers um, or listeners. You're not watching me. Um, <laughs> I hope not because I look like a shit right now. Oh, man. <laughs> I am living my best quarantine life. Like, my, <laughs> I'm so excited for how wonderful my skin and my hair are going to look after like a month of not doing anything and just like being, um, like just caring for it. Ugh. As you know, Mike is mildly a hypochondriac. Yes. Um, and he had like a freak out moment the other day because he put on shoes for the first time in like 12 hours and he was like, oh gosh something's wrong. My feet hurt. There's something wrong with me. And I was like, yeah, you're wearing shoes, shoes. dude. You've been barefoot for days. <laughs> I, yeah, I love the, the meme that it's like my husband started calling his jeans his hard pants. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Abraham Lincoln. Uh, General, I've placed you at the head of the Army of the Potomac. Of course, I have done this upon what appear to me to be sufficient reasons. And yet, I think it best for you to know that there are some things in which, in regard to which, I am not quite satisfied with you. Jeez. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln gets to the point. Um, I believe you to be a brave and skillful soldier, which, of course, I like. <laughs> <laughs> I also believe you do not mix politics with your profession, in which you are right. You have confidence in yourself, which is valuable, if not an indispensable quality. You are ambitious, which within reasonable bounds does good rather than harm. <laughs> I love Abraham Lincoln so much. Um, but I think that during General Burnside's command of the army, you have taken counsel of your ambition and thwarted him as much as you could, in which you did a great wrong to the country and to, <laughs> and to a most honorable brother officer. I have heard in such way as to believe it of your recently saying that both the army and the government needed a dictator. Of course, it was not for this, but in spite of it, that I have given you the command. Only those generals who gain successes can set up dictators. <laughs> what I now ask of you is military success, and I will risk the dictatorship. The government will support you to the utmost of its stability, which is neither more nor less than it has done and will do for all commanders. I much fear that the spirit which you have aided to infuse into the army of criticizing their commander and withholding confidence from him will now turn upon you. I shall assist you as far as I can to put it down. Neither you nor Napoleon, if he were alive again, could get any good out of an army which such a spirit prevails in it. And now beware of rashness, beware of rashness, but with energy and sleepless vigilance, go forward and give us victories. Yours very truly, A. Lincoln. 
<laughs> so he's being like, I know you like to talk shit and you want to be a dictator. Not going to happen. But like, if, if live your dream, live your best life. We'll talk later. Um, What's the opposite of sexting? Like, mean talk? That's what Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to give him that like little hate speech. Um, like, what is like hate sexting? I don't know. Well, your <laughs> listeners tell us. I don't know why I'm if saying can clarify for us. <laughs> I'm sure there's a word for it in Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Um, so he becomes commander of the Army of the Potomac. So um, when he becomes commander, he actually improves the conditions for the soldiers a lot, including food. He gives them medical care. He also gives them leave so they can go leave, have like vacation and all that. Um, the Army of the Potomac was hanging out most of the time in Washington, D.C. One of the ways that he loved to improve um, the conditions for the men was improving their morale. Now, what improves the morale of men more Sexy. than sexting? He oh. loved to have ladies of the night come to the camps. Oh, I figured it out. <laughs> So early, he loved to have ladies of the night come to the camps. Um, and so there are letters upon letters that like, there's letters that men wrote home that's like, dear Josephine, I love you so much that we all see in the, um, you know, in the, the Ken Burns, like slow picture moving documentaries. And then there are the other letters that they send to like their buddies. It's like, dude, bro. <laughs> but in like Civil War times. Like, you have to come to this campsite because this girl with the red hair, and they, like, go into it. Um, there is a great show called Sex Through History, and they go through, and there's a Civil War episode that um, highlights this time. Can I mildly tangent and tell you that I did a production of Biloxi Blues. Okay. Where there's a lot, there's a lot that happens in that show, but somebody wrote a letter complaining about the fact that uh, Eugene went and saw a prostitute in the play uh, because they said that that was not a thing that happened during the war. And um, I didn't, like, I felt so bad for them because they were like, my husband was in the war and he never did that. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. honey. Not saying, not, not saying that all the soldiers participated, but we all know. It's very stressful. It's very, very stressful. stressful time. Yeah. Um, so that's what he is starting to become known for. He's starting to become known <laughs> as the commander that like lets you get away with this stuff and lets these women come in. So he's like the good time commander. The good time commander. Good time commander. Um, so he continues his career in the United States Army um, and then gets transferred in 1863. Uh, and then he actually eventually, he's successful under Sherman, but in 1866, he gets mustered out of service and he retires officially from the army in 1868. Um, and then eventually like he goes, lives with his wife and kids or whatever. And then he is buried in Cincinnati, Ohio. So would you like to know his last name? Yes. His last, so his name is General Joseph Fighting Joe Hooker. Oh God, I'm so glad you didn't tell me his name. <laughs> is that where the name, that's not where the name Hooker comes from. Is that the name, is that, is that? So that's the historical rumor. 
So when you go to the dictionary, there is um, the term indicates that it might be a reference to a New York City neighborhood called the Hook, where um, the brothels were frequented by sailors. And this happened long before the Civil War. But um, they do believe that uh, Fighting Joe is not entirely um, blame free because <laughs> Even the ter even though the term may have predated him, it actually became, because people would be called harlots, they would be called all that, it didn't become cemented in the zeitgeist until General Joseph Hooker, because the red light district in Washington soon became known as Hooker's Division, because that's where the soldiers would go. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So even though, even though it's not fully a word associated with him, they do believe that the reason we use it so much this day, especially, <laughs> especially now, um, is because of General Joseph Hooker. So he has this amazing, like, wonderful military career, but what he's known for is being good time Joe. How's that for 29th in his class, though? Huh? How's that? Twenty ninth in his class, yeah. like he, he knew. Well, and he wanted to to give more morale to his men, and there you go. So that is the shade of General Joseph Hooker. Laura, because uh -huh. I'm excited about remembering the, to incorporate this. Laura, what are your sources for this shade? Oh, I told you at the beginning, Julie. I know, I know, but tell me, uh, you said you were like history.com. History.com. Are we doing it at the beginning? Is that when we're doing it? Well, that's just where I put it on my Google Doc. <laughs> oh, see, I put it at the end on my Google Doc. Oh, yours is like all MLA format, I bet. Mm, yeah. Sweet, sweet MLA. Oh, no. Um, Battlefields.org, history.org, and stripes.com. That's right. I do remember this now. Mm -hmm. If I had a white claw, I would have remembered it. Uh, or you wouldn't have, and that would have been okay. What if, I, what if quarantine is when white claws like, maybe we'll sponsor these weirdos. Oh my gosh, white claw. <laughs> I would, uh, I'd, I'd allow it, which is like my, my phrase for quarantine. I was talking with someone um, at work today, and they were telling me that, um, in the um, in the location that they live in, um, alcohol sales have gone up by forty two percent. Where do they live? Uh, San Francisco area. Oh, okay. We're we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, oh, but weed is legal there too. So I wonder if that went up or if that's always been consistent of just like. Well, here's the thing, though, is like, you can't get. Like, you can get alcohol delivered. You can get weed delivered, girl. When I was in LA, you can just, oh. there's an app for that. I don't know about San Francisco, but in LA. Okay, well, this yeah. is me revealing my ignorance, folks. Well, you can't get weed delivered in, well, you, I don't know. You can't well, It's completely illegal in Massachusetts, so. Oh, I bet you could. I don't know. Do you um, remember when I was afraid of my mom getting upset at me cursing when we first started this? Now I... <laughs> 
And you're like, yeah, and I, I got a tattoo. And <laughs> I was like, don't advertise that episode. My mom will know. <laughs> uh, Simpler <months>. times. <laughs> yeah. Laura, what is your future like? Oh my goodness. So speaking of alcohol being delivered, um, <laughs> I really, I, I'm not going to apologize. Everyone listening is probably three sheets to the wind. Um, but there is a local distillery called Wiggle Whiskey and they, with one G and they started doing deliveries and I I've gone there for tastings in local bars. They have like, like custom cocktails with using this Wiggle Whiskey, but <laughs> I love the name. I do too. <laughs> it makes me so happy. You just want to like move your shoulders when you hear it. Like, you know, like whiskey. Um, <laughs> but they, yeah. So, but it's been one of those things. So if I'm at the liquor store, which I'm usually not, I usually go like out to bars if I'm going to drink with friends and stuff. I, it, but if I'm at the liquor store, I get like Jack Daniels or Jim Beam or something like that. And so they, my favorite drink in the world is an old fashioned and they advertised that they had, oh my gosh, that they have um, bottles of old fashioned pre-mixed that you can order. Okay. I'm listening. And so I ordered three bottles because why not? Um, it actually, it was also cheaper if you order three bottles, like it was oh, one okay. bottle or like a set of three. Um, so, and then they're going to be here probably on Saturday. So I'm shopping local and I just, I'm, I'm approaching this whole thing of like, the special occasion is now. Like, you know how you're like, well, for a special occasion, I'm going to get this. Or special occasion, I'm like, no, the special occasion is now. Like that face mask from Lush, special occasion That's is now. That's yeah. Fun. What's your future light? Ooh, um, I think, um, hmm. Uh, I don't want to be like, I'm spending money, but I, I did spend money on something. Um, I, for like my, I have a, a bookstagram account, mm -hmm. super nerd over here, guys. Oh, um, love follow it. bookstore underscore gal. Um, bookstore. also if you're, if you're listening to this, you are super nerd as well. That's true. And we love you all. <laughs> and we love um, you. <laughs> but every Monday I do like a feature that's like books and baking or books and cooks. And I use one of my cookbooks and I like bake or cook something. And mm -hmm. I've been doing this for months and using like a small um, mixer. And I just sort of like half the recipe or, or whatever. Cause my, I used to have a really, really small kitchen in my apartment. Mm -hmm. um, and so I have just dreamed of a KitchenAid and, you know, I followed it on like Kohl's and all those other websites and like, God, it's so expensive. But then I went to their, their website mm -hmm. and you can get a refurbished one oh. for half the price of a regular one. And it's better for the carbon footprint anyway. So I, I did, I was like, this will probably be like sort of what you were saying, like that my special time is now, like, this is my yeah. last big purchase. Like my birthday's in May and clearly nothing's happening. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to order this and enjoy it. Um, so it, it comes tomorrow and I'm going to bake some pretzels. <gasps> my favorite food in the history of the fucking world is pretzels. You know, this, I we've, love. We, 
we have shared a pretzel together. Look, we we, we love our <laughs> solid German food, whether yes. it be meats or breads. We we are there for it. Meats, breads, and sauerkrauts, and some beer. Like I am, I'm in it. I'm there for it. So. Speaking of therefore, thanks for being there for us by listening. That was a horrible segue. I'm sorry. It's weird. Uh, I feel good about it. I okay. feel good about it. Okay. But, Thank you. Hey, you can be there for us by <laughs> uh, posting a review. You can interact with us on Instagram. You can interact with us on Facebook. That's really just for my mom. Um, mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> we just had to link the account, so I post that there for her. Uh, but, you know, please interact with us. Please uh, send us a direct message or anything like that. And, and let us know if there's a topic that you want us to talk about. Cause yeah. we will, we have no shame. Yeah. No. We take recommendations. I will take all the recs. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Ugh, I gotta go over here and stop this. underscore shade or Facebook at historical shade. We don't have a Twitter.